Hello, and welcome to Represent. I'm your host, Mercedes Cannon Tran. This series was born from a curiosity as to why there was a serious shortage of representation for Asian characters. With my background in journalism, I decided to do what any good journalist would do and research the who, what, why, when, and how. In my journey, I discovered a few things I was already aware of, and quite a bit I was not. I decided the best way to go about this series was to interview others from the community that had media backgrounds and get their personal and professional opinions. For this first episode in the series, I will dive into a bit of the historical background on where Asian representation started in American media and what negative stereotypes still persist today. Let's go back to the beginning, shall we? The earliest representations of Asians in American media can be traced back to the mid to late 19th century in newspapers. Examples of this can be seen in historical newspapers, such as California's The Wasp, a Bay Area-based publication. During this time, the Page Act was passed in 1875 to limit the immigration of undesirable individuals, and more specifically, Chinese women to the United States, during this time period, Chinese women were targeted as they were relieved to taint and taunt American men with prostitution and disease, according to History.com. It was also around the same time that the term yellow peril became synonymous with the Asian community. This idea of Asian individuals as a menace with insidious intention carried into the next century. When silent films and eventually talkies dominated the entertainment landscape, Stories about or involving Asian culture became popular due to their quote-unquote exotic nature. Films such as the Fu Manchu series, Fu Manchu coming here from the grave. I am here, doctor, already risen. Where the villain, Manchu, was played by Boris Karloff and several other white actors, and Dragon Seed. But it is so great, I thought it must show in my face. What is the cause of this great difference, and when did it begin? On the night we first opened our hearts to each other, my husband. Which was an all-white cast playing Asian characters filled the theaters. I don't think I need to state the serious issues of yellowface acting in the past, but I do want to draw attention to problematic portrayals and how presence does not always equal representation. Moving into the later part of the 20th century, and after the events of World War II, the cultural myth of the model minority had emerged and really dug its heels in. The idea that Asians were in a way expected to be academically inclined, obedient, and all around more traditional became their label. Examples of the minority in film can be seen in characters like that of Data from The Goonies. Data. And more recently, in the character of Ned from Spider-Man No Way Home, in which he plays a nerdy gamer great at math. I bet you're probably wondering at this point, but what about all the martial arts movies? Don't they offer a different character? The fact is, they do. But it would appear that being a martial artist is the only other character option. In a paper titled Reviving Bruce, Negotiating Asian Masculinity Through Bruce Lee Paratext in Giant Robot and Angry Asian Men, written by Leilani Nishimi, 
The author largely discusses the issue of the lasting legacy left by Bruce Lee and the idea that the only way Asian men can be seen as masculine. This idea of a lasting legacy does pose a question of why Hollywood continues casting Asian actors as martial artists in order for them to appear masculine. Some very limited examples of Asian leads that appear masculine and even as love interests can be seen in the films A Simple Favor in 2018 and Crazy Rich Asians also from 2018. Coincidentally, the Asian male lead is the same actor for both. Now that a brief historical overview has been given, join me in the next episode where I will sit down with my guest, Michael Shaw. Shaw is a marketing and advertising practitioner who has worked in both U.S. and Asian markets. Until next time, stay tuned, use your voice, and don't forget to represent. 